We were refugees from the invasion of the county, and the spook, Alice and I had spent many dangerous months on that island. Now the inhabitants of Mona were returning any refugees they found to the county, into the hands of the occupying forces. Intensive searches were being made. It had been time to get away. I hope we get a better welcome here, said Alice despondently. Well, girl, it couldn't be much worse than last time, said the spook. That was true enough. On Mona, we'd been on the run almost immediately. You should have little trouble here, shouted the fisherman, trying to make himself heard above the whine of the wind. Very few of your folk will have ventured this far, and it's a big island. A few more mouths to feed won't worry them much. You might find there's work for a spook, too. Some call it the Haunted Isle. It certainly possesses more than its fair share of ghosts. Spooks deal with the dark. It is a dangerous trade, and I was in the third year of my apprenticeship to my master, John Gregory, learning how to deal with witches, boggarts, and all manner of supernatural creatures. Ghosts usually posed little threat and were the least of our worries. Most didn't even know they were dead and, with the right words, could be persuaded to go to the light. Don't they have spooks of their own? I asked. They're a dying breed, said the fisherman. There was an awkward silence. I hear tell there are none working in Dublin, and a city like that is bound to be plagued by gibbers. Gibbers? I queried. What's a gibber? The fisherman laughed. You're a spook's apprentice and don't know what a gibber is. You should be ashamed of yourself. You need to pay more attention to your lessons. I felt annoyed by his comments. My master was lost in thought and didn't seem to be listening to the fisherman. He had never mentioned a gibber and I was sure there was no account of such things in his bestiary, which was tucked safely away in his bag. He had written it himself, an illustrated record of all the creatures he'd encountered and heard of, with notes on how to deal with them. There was certainly no reference to a gibber in the ghost section. I wondered if he even knew they existed. "'Aye,' continued the fisherman, "'I wouldn't like your job. Despite its storms and moods, The sea is a far safer place to be than facing a gibber. Beware the gibber. Better to be drowned than driven mad. At that point the conversation came to an end. The fisherman brought us alongside a small wooden jetty that ran out into the sea from a bank of shingle. The three dogs wasted no time in leaping from the boat. We clambered out more slowly. We were stiff and cold after the voyage. Moments later the fisherman put out to sea again, and we made our way to the end of the jetty and up the shingle, our feet crunching on the stones. Anyone would be able to hear our approach from miles away, but at least they wouldn't be able to see us in the gloom. And in any case, if the fisherman was right, we should be in no danger from angry islanders. There were dense clouds above, and it was now very dark, but the shape of what we took to be a dwelling loomed up in front of us. It proved to be a dilapidated boathouse, where we sheltered for the night. Dawn brought a better day. The sky had cleared and the wind had dropped. Although still chilly, the late February morning suggested the approach of spring. The fishermen had called this the Haunted Isle, but its other name, the Emerald Isle, was hopefully more apt. Though in truth the county was just as green. We were descending a grassy slope. Below us lay the city of Dublin, its dwellings hugging both banks of a big river. What's a gibber? 
I asked the spook. As usual, I was carrying both bags and my staff. He was striding along at a brisk pace, making it hard for Alice and me to keep up. I don't rightly know, lad, he said, glancing back at me over his shoulder. It's probably the local name for something we're already familiar with. That's the most likely explanation. For example, what we call a boggart is known as a bogle, or even a bogeyman in some parts of the world. There were many types of boggart, ranging from bloodthirsty rippers to relatively harmless hall-knockers that just thumped and banged and scared people. It was odd to think that some folk called them by different names. I decided to tell my master what I'd seen in the storm the previous night. Remember when that squall hit us? I said. I saw something strange in the dark cloud overhead. A pair of eyes watching us. The spook came to a halt and stared at me intently.